Lining up in the clock at 10 seconds and ticking. In the shotgun, Mahomes. Four-man front, receiver motion, low snap. He runs and he throws, caught, touchdown! It's caught! Hardman caught the ball! The Chiefs have won! The Chiefs have won! The entire bench empties! Chasing Mahomes in the end zone! Their third Super Bowl in five years! The Chiefs are back-to-back Super Bowl champions! It is a dynasty! It's Cofield and Company, live from the Battleborn Broadcast Center. Nice job by Kevin Harlan there. The national broadcast, you can hear that right here, courtesy of Westwood One on ESPN Las Vegas. Cofield, DeMond's back in the Finley Toyota Studios. Adam Hill and I are hanging out at Battleborn Broadcast Center. Uh, I can't wait until tomorrow when usually able uh, someone will cobble together all the international broadcasts, so we'll have that for you. But some some good calls today that we'll have from not only Harlan, who I thought was nice and controlled on that, because he is a Chiefs fan. He is from that area. Nothing wrong with that. Niners broadcast. Oof, were they down in the dumps? We'll have that for you later. And really good call by Mitch Holtis the play-by-play guy for the Chiefs. So I'll tell you right out of the gates because we have a lot to examine. Uh, Later in the show, we will run this one by a Niners insider. Should Kyle Shanahan be fired and who should he be replaced by? Because this is not working. Not in the biggest spots. Well, if you're not willing to, as you always say, the conservative move, most people look at it as aggressive. Those of us who reside around AFC teams know the deal with Patrick Mahomes. If you don't play to win and put the stake through his heart, more often than not, you're going to be screwed. But I'll say this coming out. You were at the game. I was not. I did what I like to do the most. We had other uh, Lotus Broadcasting people covering the game for us. I like to go... It's one of my favorite days of the year. I like to go to a Super Bowl party. And I had a grand old time until the very end of the game hit me. And then it all came crashing down. Chiefs win again. This is three of five. I told you a couple weeks ago that after championship weekend, after the AFC championship, I live in an anti-Chiefs house, right? So after that clinching game, I got in the car with the significant other. She's a Chargers fan, as you guys have heard, because I mentioned it all the time. And I just looked at her and I was like, this is happening again, isn't it? And that can mean anything. And she looked at me without hesitation. She's like, it's another Tom Brady. And we're in the midst of it. I'll ask you, Adam, if this is the quorum for someone in their 40s and 50s. Because you're a hardcore fan. You were. And that's why I think you're happier now. Because you don't get as worked up as you used to. I sat in a ballroom. After probably 1,500 people. 1,200 people. There were probably 30 people left. I sat at a 12 top. By myself. In the corner. And I watched. Them hand over. 
First of all, John Elway had it was part of it. Yeah. What what a punch in the D for the like Mr. Bronco, you know, AFC West rival. But I sat in the corner and they're giving the Lombardi trophy. Like Roger gets up there, he's he's talking, then Nance takes over, and Clark Hunt was up on the screen talking about the win, talking about the franchise, talking about the fans. And I'm just sitting in the corner in a room where they're trying to clean up. They're like, please get out. And I'm just sitting there. I started pointing at one of the servers who had a Chiefs jersey on. Like pointing at him. I kind of snapped after the game. I also, there were some Chiefs fans. I was actually down on Fremont. There were some Chiefs fans hanging out. I think it was Binion's. Binion's above one of the stages has this like kind of rounded bar restaurant. But you can see up there. And there were a couple of Chiefs fans up there and they were whooping it up. And I was just like, I gave him the first, I gave him the across the arm, up yours. Then I gave him a couple of chin flicks. And then I just turned my back. By the way, this whole time I'm wearing a Jets zip up from like 1986. So um, I was down yesterday, man. That hurt. And I'm not a Raiders fan. If you're a Raiders fan in your G damn building, in your locker room, in your training facility all week, that's a punch in the freaking face. That was rough. We'll get into it if you can appreciate greatness, but man, that was a whole lot of roughness yesterday. Good for the Chiefs. They do it right. But man, I didn't like it. Well, for Raiders fans, I mean, it's different for Raiders fans. They had to have that either way. Like there there was no win win there. It's yeah. they're basically the two teams that they would least like to see win. Yep. We're playing each other, and I don't know that there's either a preference on either. Uh, it's their their former mates in the Bay Area who they you know couldn't stand and had organizational battles forever, or their division rival. I would think you'd rather have the division rival win. No, <clears throat> I think so because then it's hey we beat them. They're in our division. No, who cares? They're representing. Nope, because it's happening too much. It's the worst. But I, I you, mean, you, you think you think there was one Super Bowl the entire time? And when you're a Bills fan, you're like, well, I'm proud. At least we beat you know the Patriots a couple times there on the run. Who cares? No, no. But you'd be it, you'd want the other team unless it's the other. If there was a like a an NFC team in Niagara Falls, you'd rather have. You, I don't think you'd rather have them win than the Patriots. I mean, you could try to sell this. I'm not buying it. The the Chiefs winning is the worst for this market. It's just the worst, man. I'm happy to talk about the game, but I I I can't do Brady too. Can't do this for like twelve more years. Well, I mean, can't do it. You don't have a choice. I'm gonna build a case where maybe we have a choice, but I, I, I can't do it. You're right. I, you know what? It might just zap my NFL hunger. I might just have to become kind of a neutral person. Well, I guess. But what's the point? Why watch if you don't root against teams and root for teams? Your hope is it's Andy Reid, right? That he's gone at some point. I mean, if Kelsey could have knocked him on his ass during the game. That's the other. And that's and he, the but, other but here's the thing: he would Kelsey's old. He, he would have coached from a wheelchair. Back. Yeah, Kelsey is so important to what they do. I mean, when he's yeah. gone, that that's that's part of it too. So you have to probably deal with at least at least one more year, maybe two, and then you can start to maybe think it, it won't happen anymore. But this is the Chiefs are inevitable. Oh, God, and I know. I guess I was lying. I guess I wasn't in touch with my feelings. I know we addressed it right after the championship weekend about what storyline you're most excited about. And I sort of played along and said, well, I can appreciate greatness. 
I guess I'm along for the ride here. Miles Simmons, our football insider, comes on on Tuesdays from Pro Football Talk, tweeted out, I find it so, so satisfying to watch greatness. I just love it. I've always loved it. I grew up watching Tom Brady and appreciated him and wanted them to go undefeated to see history. What is what is he talking about? Isn't he a Browns fan? Yeah. What a true adult. <laughs> I am not. And he said I'm old enough, or he said I'm not old enough to remember Jordan, but what we got right now with Mahomes, I just love it. He's a happy guy. Uh, you know what? We've had periods of time where we've banned you from the show. We've banned Arash from the show. Uh, I need a week off for Miles. That is infuriating. How dare you? I mean, he's, he appreciates greatness. And he's not really, can't really be a fan either because he's, you know, he's covering the league. Mm. So it's a little bit different. I, uh, it. I was tweeting. It's good for business. I was tweeting some of my anger last night, and a Kansas City fan, of course, nameless and anonymous, um, tweeted back at me and said, "You're a fat elf." Okay. I was like, "Correct." Or no, it was an angry fat elf. I'm like, I, okay. I had a lot of people, a lot of Raiders fans, mad at me online the last 24 hours for covering the game. Oh, really? How could you? Like, I, I, what do you want me to do? Well, you remember. You do certainly. You remember all those features when you were a BYU beat writer for the WCC tournament sure. here. Yeah. When everyone accused you of being pro BYU. And I was yeah. like, wow, they misread this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doing my job. That's the assignment. Yeah. I, I, it was, they, they said I was celebrating with the chiefs also. Cause I, I, you know, was in the locker Oh yeah. The video. And, that's right. And you're celebrating with them. I'm, I'm not, I'm literally standing there. If you watch from the other angle, you see everyone celebrating and joyous and one person standing there just holding a camera with no emotion. Mm -hmm. That was me. Like, I'm not celebrating anything. I'm just telling you what happened. And then people still today arguing that the Chiefs were not in the Raiders locker room. So that's fun, too. My Lord. Uh, didn't you see that one um, video? Well, you... Of course they weren't. One more time, Damon. I said, didn't you see that one video? Of course, of course they weren't. Uh, Yeah, by the way, I'm, I, there's two media people that I was very rude to all week, and I do not apologize for that because you are irresponsible and awful. And Demond's talking to them for this, not in general. Raiders people, yes, the people that Demond is referring to. That after I went on Raider Nation Radio last week and on ESPN Radio on the Morning Show and cleared up exactly what happened, why Jermaine Illuminor was 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 not under the right impression, and me and Jermaine also talked about this last week for like forty five minutes. Who called you out? In another broadcast, uh, two reporters went over and said I was wrong discredited me and said this is not the Raiders locker room that we're looking at right now who, who is it uh I don't I don't know nobody even knows who they are but they, okay don't punch know. down then yeah exactly um but then and then came over later and said oh maybe I was wrong <laughs> it's funny it's you get wrong, yeah. wrong once in a while. yeah not publicly right. and, and and just let people sit out there so today when I put out the story of hey the Chiefs here's the Chiefs celebration of the Raiders locker room Raiders fans still responding you're a liar it's UNLV's locker room they told us in that video last week Okay, that's wonderful. But yes, it was the Raiders locker room that the Chiefs celebrated in yesterday. I've been there many times. So I know where I was. So ridiculous. <laughs> I want to give away a prize. 364-1100, Two tickets to Ray Romano live in Vegas in April. The Summit Showroom at the Venetian. You can buy your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Ticketmaster.com. Two tickets right now. It's an April show. Ray Romano. 364-1100, 364-1100. Zero, zero. Now that you are more objective, because you supposedly have to be as a Raiders beat writer, but it also coincides with you and your growing hate of the Bills. Can you, are you unaffected by games like this? 
Uh, what that in terms of game? like in terms of you know you can just enjoy the game you can appreciate greatness yeah, you just watch the game and it's it's exciting I mean like you know I I would I will say I was asked in the morning yesterday I have some people in town um, and they were saying as I was leaving for the game you know who do you want to win and I said anything but overtime it's all that really matters and is of that, course is that for deadline or for yeah betting? of course yeah for deadline yeah. and of course you know you get the text oh you called this I'm like yeah, of course I did yeah. That, and so, yes, for, for everybody else, you say, oh, that's exciting. No, it's it's terrible. But you could also sit there and appreciate, wow, you're watching an unbelievable game. Like, you do know if a game is really good or not. And I think you can actually be more objective about it, not having a dog in the fight. By the way, did I hear correctly that Sean McManus of uh, CBS joked about yeah. a double overtime? Yeah, he did. Why would he do that before the game when there's all this stuff out there about the uh, the fix? Well, that was what he was script. joking. That's what he was joking about. Oh, but no one. the thing is, no one can see him. Did anyone get it on video? Could you see his sarcasm? I thought it was at the at the uh, presser, like the okay. one that was it was lo- it was video it was okay. live streamed, I think. All right. So we're going to examine the Niners, and the, they they botched this game in so many ways. They could have won this. I'm just not sure that they can move forward a little shanty if he's going to coach like this. Um, but on the Chiefs side, like how do we derail this dominance? There's no way that Andy Reid, that Big Red, walks. I know he confirmed today that he wants to stay around, but things can change. I mean, that's the first thing that has to happen, aside from Mahomes leaving, which he's not. Uh, and I don't believe for one second that Kelsey is, but Andy Reid is absolutely moving forward. He's not going to walk into the sunset a winner at, what, 64 years old? Nothing? No chance? Uh, so sounds like he had no uh, he had no decision going into the game. Yeah. And he said winning, winning yesterday kind of inspired him. Like, yeah, you know what? Coming oh. back. Because the because three in a row is something that just hasn't been done, and that's that's something he could, uh, you know, yeah. change about history. I mean, Kelsey ain't walking; he's having too good a time now. Yeah, and this is, and you can tell he's got to pay for that suite. What suite? He paid for the suite yesterday that all those celebrities were in, so he's he's got to make he's got to come back for another season to pay for it. How much? Well, I was I heard it was like one point three or one point four. I thought they were two point five a piece. Oh, that's what I had heard. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, so maybe his share of it was 1.4. Maybe. Wow. Ice Spice paid for some. A lot of Del Rey paid for some of it, maybe. Uh, I mean, how much is he, he is, I think, to to spread this lie, to continue the lie, he's getting, what, I think $25 million from Pfizer? We had someone on the air a couple of weeks ago who said he, he's getting $25 mil, so he's fine. He's flush with cash. Sure. Well, he also has the number one show in the world. Podcast? Yeah. Bigger, wonder, than, I wonder, Rogan? I wonder how much advertising they get. A lot. Believe yeah. me, I watch every week. It's how many live reads do they do? A lot. Really? Yeah. Show's brought to you by Battleborn Injury Lawyers. 766-1400. We're yeah, at so, Battle, we're at the Battleborn Broadcast Center. If you uh need to call them, 766-1400. And they do know how to say Nevada. They do. That's uh, important. And we should be inspired by them too, because they not only do live reads, but they have like they have like choreographed things they do during the live reads. Like they do a chant for one of their restaurant sponsors. Oh, we can do that. They uh, they have like a lot. They, they like really get interactive. So I assume the sponsors pay them even more for like really getting into it. Our video streams work really well, and they come out almost sure. immediately after the show. We could do some product placement. Sure, let's do it. Do that. They have a, a sports bar sponsorship, and they're like, "Let's go sports bar." <laughs> I don't think okay. we're doing that, but I'm going to give it the moment because I was miserable down the stretch, and I did what I I did what I do right. Who do I bet in games where there's an, an absolute enemy? I bet on the enemy. Sure. Because if I'm going to be miserable, I'm going to win some money. And I didn't bet a lot, 
But I, I had the Chiefs, so good for me. I freaking invested a decent amount in squares. Oh, boy. Thanks a lot, kickers. Thanks a lot, little shanty. Not going for it. Five and two. Wasn't ready for that one. Not at all. Um, I'll tell you what sent me over the edge. And if I were a Raiders fan, and if I'm, if I'm a Las Vegas and I don't like the Chiefs, this. He knew what he was doing, too. He knew what he was doing. Freaking insult to injury. Just hot sauce in the wound. What was he doing here? Cheese Kingdom! Y'all hear this? We've been fighting for all right all day. How about a little Viva Las Vegas? Viva Las Vegas! Viva! Viva Las Vegas! Hey, Elvis never had it better than that right there. Let me tell you. That, that line was when I got real sassy up on social media. I was like, blank this guy. He just crapped on the legacy of Elvis. That horrendous rendition in our city, in the stadium that we paid for, on an enemy team. And you guys are both laughing. You're laughing at this. What is wrong with you? Now I'm mad at you. So the, Don't laugh, Damon. said the city was going to roll out the red carpet like he was Elvis. Later, Stop laughing, Damon. Later on, too, he referred to himself as Elvis, basically. Oh, what a Sunday. Oh, God. We got a lot to break down. You know what up next? Why am I working on the day after the Super Bowl? Can we fix this? Enough of the Sunday game. How did this team pull it off? Well, there was no doubt. I mean, the guys were great. Uh, defense played out of their mind. Uh, how about that D, baby? Now, back to Cofield and Company at the Battleborn Broadcast Center on ESPN Las Vegas. Andy Reid's my kind of guy. He has to fake enthusiasm. Like, he's such a football guy. I mean, he was excited. By the way, who was it? Who was it that he was it? Uh, Chris Jones on the ground that he almost like belly flop squashed. He did, yeah. He, he, he and then he couldn't get up. Yeah, that's tough. Did he talk about it? Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I wasn't around Reed. I, the the way it's set up, you either go to like the the big stars or the locker room. And I thought, you know, look, everybody in the world is going to be with the big stars, so I I went back to the locker room area uh, to try to talk to some of the some of the lesser known guys and get their perspective. Uh, Chris Jones very passionate before the game. Did you well, see the well, shot? Also, Andy Reid was. I, I, Andy Reid did like a. I think he he dressed as a character coming in. Really? He did like a Hank Stram. What? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. What do you mean walking in the building? Yeah. He came in costume. I. That's what I. I read it. Okay, I, I didn't see it. Did we all enjoy Chris Jones crying because Reba McIntyre was so good? I don't think that's why. I think that's why. He got into it. I mean, I think he was thinking about the game. Yeah. For the most part, being around athletes, I mean, when, when people think, oh, they're getting emotional, this is long, no, they're they're in a completely different place. I uh, I got a little weepy during America the Beautiful. I thought Post Malone did a good job. No? Well, except for the disrespect. What was the disrespect? Well, what, you're uh, talking about the national anthem with the Chiefs? The fans? No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, when during America the Beautiful, they decided on the Jumbotron to show um, Taylor and Blake Lively. 
and during America the Beautiful, they saw themselves and like waved. Oh. Which you should just be focused and just in your own world during the during the song. I don't know. I, I stood for all the anthemy songs, all three of them. So the room I was in, uh, they stood for one. And I think it's because they saw Reba and they got inspired. But that's how it goes. Sorry, just go back. Yeah, Andy Reid had the uh, the suit on with the uh, the old Chiefs uh, M- logo emblazoned on the on the chest. I love that look with the uh, you know in the suit. I don't know how tailored it was. I think he's he's representing the. I don't really care still look so uh, good for him. Damon, any clue of uh, Hank Stram? It's way back in the day. He's the coach when they won their first Super Bowl, and he's the guy from the NFL clip that I – what the hell's going on out here? Is that him? <laughs> no, that's – Lombardi is nah, the – Yeah, know, 60s. It's, but was that the – does he combo with the grab? Like, grab, grab, grab! <laughs> now, you you know what? He is in one of the NFL films clips that's legendary. I don't think he's – what the hell is going on out here? I don't think he is, but He's anyway, definitely in there. check out, check out his hair. Cause I may go with that hair soon. <laughs> well, he was, it, by the way, he was, he, he was a great NFL announcer too. Hank Strand. I think he, I think Andy Reid tried to pull that off. Yeah. But like, he doesn't really have hair. So it's. Oh, get it. I love that. You're like, he came as Hank Stram. He's got a blazer with a chief's logo on it. Every, every, if he had also done the wearing, hair, he's also wearing every headlines is Andy Reid gave a nod to Hank Stram and dressed like him okay. for his arrival at the Super Bowl. Okay. I can buy that. Um, so I got a question for you we're, and we're going to break down the game here. Uh, David Ficillo is coming in with uh, Justin Watkins a little bit. David is a, a long time writer around the Niners. Um, are you done working the day after the Super Bowl? Can we fix this? I mean, it's gotten so big. And I'm not, I mean, when you call it a national holiday, that's stupid. How about the NFL does the right thing and move it to Saturday so we can all recover on Sunday? Um, yeah, they probably should. I would also say, and I, I know they're probably not thinking this specifically, but I think the NHL probably should not have had the Golden Knights play a home game the next day. Okay. Well, that's, a, that's a lot yeah. for people like, okay, the week's over. Oh, yeah. There's still jump jump back right, right back into hockey, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I think for the average person, you you asked me specifically for the average person, yeah, I think Saturday would work out better because people people do want to have that. They do want to have that day after. They don't want to go back into work. And if you think people on the East Coast that came in overtime, like you're still probably sitting around with your friends drinking at eleven o'clock when the game ends, and now you gotta you gotta go to work the next day. It's crazy. This is gonna be hard to believe, but I thought. Adam Schefter had a good idea. Oh, boy. Seems, I mean, I'm already thinking you're wrong, but okay, go ahead. He was on McAfee this morning. Actually, one of the best spots I've ever seen with Schefter, which actually shows you, I probably shouldn't say this, but because we've had Schefter on and he was just a wet blanket. Uh, But if he's enthused, he can be a good guest. But they asked him about this and he said, why not have the game next week? President's Day is Monday. Why not have a national holiday the Monday afterwards? And guess what? When are they going to 18 games? Soon, I would imagine. So perfect, right? Push the game back. It'll be it'll be the latest weekend ever for the Super Bowl, but you do it on the following weekend. Also, by the way, the 18 and yes, I'm with you. The 18 game thing. Uh, the one the one concept I've heard from the Players Association is that everybody has to take a week off. So, like, if you have an 18 game schedule players are only eligible for 17 games yeah we and you have to decide out. you have to decide which one to sit them out which i think is fascinating the strategy of the quarterback yeah, yeah. 
For sure. And then strategy of actually having a backup quarterback instead yeah. of having someone kind of lame for 12 weeks yeah. or, you know, and for the, uh, the entire season. Do you gamble and, and try to go the whole season? Maybe a guy gets hurt. You're like, all right, we'll use this as the week. You sit him out. But then you also, you're like, all right, we've 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 played him 16 weeks. He has to sit out one of the next two weeks. We need to win both to, win, to make the playoffs. Like, oh, no. Like, the strategies would be so, fantastic. So it's almost like real-life survivor. Sure. Like being really confident. Yeah, like real confidence that, ah, we'll be fine the last week. You know, we always we always sit everyone that week and yeah. like, oh, we're playing uh -oh. for a seed. Yeah. We're, wait, we lost three more games than we expected. Yeah. We need to get in. It's great. Sorry. I love all Now of it's, uh, I don't know, you know, generic uh, quarterback time, uh, backup, Blaine Gabbert time. I love the idea. But, yes, they're going to at, at some point go to 18, and why not push it back and, and have the game a week later? We're going to be at uh, Circle Las Vegas later this week on a Thursday, this Thursday. Uh, this weekend, they've got their USC 298, right? I have the number right. Their USC 298 viewing party at Stadium Swim. Uh, Volkanovsky is going to be looking to defend uh, his belt. I don't know USC names anymore. Who is the number five ranked competitor? Taporia? Ilya Taporia. Okay. Who was walking around Radio Row last week. Okay. That'll be Honda Center uh, in Anaheim. And then uh, Henry Sudo is also on the docket stadium swim great spot they have all the ufc pay-per-views you know the place can hold up to uh, derek Stevens telling us last week can hold up to like four thousand. i saw the images i was not down at stadium swim i was, you know, I was in the area but i saw the images of their big game bash <laughs> i didn't realize they've got like the uh the flames you know like uh, thomas and mac they got flames that are shooting up from the the tvs and the sides tremendous place to watch ufc they're gonna have a ufc 298 party this Saturday, for more information, go to CircleLasVegas.com. Now, back to Cofield and Company at the Battleborn Broadcast Center on ESPN Las Vegas. So, Chiefs win the Super Bowl here in Vegas. Uh, dramatic comeback victory. Uh, hashtag clutch. I know you don't believe in clutch, but Patrick Mahomes is ridiculous. That's... Two in a row, three to five. Now they can go for a three-peat. That's never been done in NFL history. We're examining uh, throughout the show who's going to stop them, right? Who's going to stop them? Could it happen internally where Andy Reid walks? Well, he said today, nah, I'm going to come back. Uh, Travis Kelsey actually mentioned going for a three-peat. It was kind of muffled, but he was when he was between him singing Viva Las Vegas and whatever other stupid stuff he was doing up on stage. Um, so he's not going anywhere. Um, he hasn't really diminished much, and if at all, he seems to be in a happy time in his life. So why would he walk? And you were like eight feet from him. I think last I, I was. Dude, that, that video, go up to Adam Hill, LVRJ. By the way, I don't know why that hasn't gone viral. Me neither. We, <laughs> Honestly, we had, to, we had, to be last, honest Last you. week, Danielle McCartan from New York was working with us. She asked, I mean, it's Swift related. So, But she asked uh, Kelsey to finish a Swift song lyric and that got picked up by TMZ and had yeah. like millions of views. Yours has like 3,400 views. It, you can't get closer than your view. Like so much so that when he starts, he starts like pumping the freaking champagne. He's trying to get the cork out. And I was like, Adam, dude, be ready to duck. I was. Cause, so cause I, I, cause I, he kept I pointing looked, it down. I was like, he's going to shoot it right in your face. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to break up how good the shot was. So I, yeah. I was kind of moving it. But knowing, like, I was looking where the cork was going. But I also said, you know what? I think you know, I have the insurance on my phone. If this were to happen, it would be an awesome video. So I was like, if it hits it, it hits it. But I also knew where it was going. I will say I was drenched. 
So I had to go you back. To, I had to go to the press box soaked in champagne. Your camera, I don't, for some reason, I was looking at the shot. I'm like, is there going to be like spray all over it? I, it didn't look like it, it got sprayed. It was. You could tell a little bit like yeah. toward the end. But yeah, I was, I was absolutely drenched. It was, I mean, it was, it was very cool to be in there. And like, I, like I said, I stayed out of it. It wasn't like I was getting in the way. I was just kind of there, like kind of fly on the wall in it, but I was right in the middle of it. It was, it was wild. Wow. So he does I, love songs. He just randomly sings like the most generic poppy songs all the time. Who's doing, we are the champions. Uh, he did, we are the champions. And he did a na, 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 Hey, goodbye. Also, like I think to the 49ers, I don't, I don't know. It was good though. Just, just getting me so angry listening to it. I watched the video. I stayed calm. By the way, I just tweeted out the video of me that we had mentioned in the first couple minutes of the show. Me hanging out in a ballroom after the game, about 15 minutes after the ball game. Why are you screaming booze at people? And I, I was watching Who the. Were you uh, doing? Well, Clark Hunt was up on the screen, and okay. I'm just in the corner, just booing him. Didn't they have a de- recent death in the family? Is it the first game his mom was an ad or something? I think. Come on. That's not nice. They wore uh, they wore patches for. Sure. Then you booed, booed the I'm patch. not even thinking about what, the like patch. their family situation. You you know that clearly. Your family is, has has you know passed a message on like if I'm busting your chops on a show, you know, your family's been like, doesn't he know? I'm like, I know, <laughs> but I get excited. I forget about everything else. This is my life. Sure. I'm very narrow minded. I'm very childish. We all are. I keep going. I'm, I'm having like ups and downs on the show. I'm having like just chiefs withdrawals. It's tough, man. Tough. Then someone threw out an idea this morning. Has Jason Kelsey officially announced that he's retiring? Nope, he's not. Who was one of the worst chiefs players yesterday? Oh, Creed Humphrey, who, by the way, what position? The center who, by the way, is probably smartly. Oh. Uh, was the only player in the Chiefs locker room who turned me down for an interview. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Afraid. I mean, what would I guess? What that you're gonna make him ask a tough question? Uh, yeah, that was gonna be like, what, what's, what's going on with your snaps, bro? That's a question. And you're that like, was bro. My first question. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. It was awful. People are making the connection now that Jason could just move over to Kansas City. And if he doesn't play center, dream. play guard. What do you wait? What? The dream. What do you you're you are the worst now. I don't even know who I do a show well, with. I want, I want the podcast live. I don't want it on Zoom all the time. Oh my God. It'd be great. The NFL world would explode if these two guys joined forces. Oh fantastic. I do wonder Would Eagle by the way, would Eagles fans completely turn on their guy? Uh yeah. How dare and, and you? All, but the, the biggest question so I'm I'm very intrigued by it in the entire thing. I've I'm because like I said, I listened to all the podcasts. I did watch the documentary, um, all of that. The the intriguing part about the Jason Kelsey relationship is his wife is a massive Eagles fan to the point where if you notice, she's there. Yeah, she will wear a red shirt. It will never be Chiefs. She will never wear a Chiefs. Really? Shirt, she refuses. <laughs> Yesterday she had a University of Cincinnati shirt on. All right. She's like, all right, I'll, I'll honor your past, but I love the Eagles. I'm only, ca- I only care about the Eagles. I will not wear a Chiefs shirt. She refuses to do it. Wow. Uh, and she always has. She's been open about. It. I will never wear a Chiefs logo. If Jason went to the Chiefs, does that change? I mean, grudgingly, I guess. I don't think it does. I'm not sure it does either. She's hardcore. She won't great. stop this, right? She won't stop the potential move. She might. It's, she, she it's, wants it's, him. It's me or them. 
Well, especially because she wants him to retire. It's pretty right, clear. Yeah, yeah. Now, she has also said, look, it's his decision. I'm not going to get in the way. I don't want him to hate me in five years because he right. left here early. But I've made it clear. It'd be nice if he did, especially because mm. his body is a disaster in terms of he can't walk. He can barely pick up the kids. He can barely do all that stuff. She's like, I hate watching him go through this. And he also could be making – he's making – it seems like he's probably making as much from – the podcast as he is from football and he doesn't need the money because whatever he gets like what what are they going to pay a guard or a center for a year yeah. nine to 12 million yeah. my guess is that he maybe not year one but he will have offers in tv and he oh. and apparently who uh, who reported that he had met with multiple tv people in vegas yeah his, his tv deal will be i mean to start will probably be at least five million and if he's good he oh, could be yeah. one of these next level guys who is asking in, in four years for like fifteen to twenty million dollars. Yeah. So I think, like, like I said, would she want would she want him to do it? Would she stop it? I don't know if she would stop it just because she's not a fan, but I think she would say, "Look, I get that you want to keep playing. We're not moving. We're not going to a different place. Uh, we could just we can just move on. Either retire or come back to the Eagles." Seven seconds, six. They are going to snap it. Mahomes going to roll to his right. Throws touchdown. The Chiefs have won the Super Bowl. Nicole. Hardman, as they roll Mahomes' ride, Nicole Hardman is wide open, and the Chiefs win the Super Bowl back-to-back years. Another heartbreaking loss for Kyle Shanahan. Dang it! Now, back to Cofield and Company at the Battleborn Broadcast Center on ESPN Las Vegas. So does Greg Papa. Also, Tim Ryan, T-Rock. I actually worked with him like t- almost 30 years ago. And uh, he looks exactly like he sounds like, dang it! Just giant fella. Can I play a couple of pieces of audio? Because he he then wrapped up the game, and there's a bunch of talking points in here. So fire uh, T-Rock one. As seconds are ticking away, they weren't going to wait. Had the 49ers tired. A terrific play and just firing it out to a guy I think they only targeted one time in this game. Nicole Hardman. On the deep shot, the 53-yarder. Yeah, out in the flat. Wow. And Patrick Mahomes doing it again in the game's most critical moments. What he did on that last drive, fourth and a half yard, he gets the big run. And then, of course, the third and one takes off and gets a huge run and punches it down deep into 49er territory. All right, so let's let's break down a little bit of what he said there with the magic of Patrick Mahomes, and I still can't believe that they couldn't find a way to spy on him late in the game because it just seems like it's the same thing in these big games where he takes off and gets downhill. By the way, intro, our friend David. Yeah. How do you know him? Yeah, David Fucillo, um, original Niners Nation reporter, right? Yep, started the site uh, 17 years ago. Yeah, and David and I went to uh, elementary school together. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so we've known each other for a very long time. Uh, and now you're back in D.C. with uh, with Vox Media. So he was in town for the Super Bowl, and we thought uh, it would be a good idea to bring him in. And, uh, you know, longtime Niners fan, so it's it's not it's not the thing he really wants to be doing is talking, <laughs> talking Niners losing, but but it's great to have him in. All right, on Mahomes and the spy and him getting downhill. I mean, we know he's magic. I really think that losing Dre Greenlaw really played a key part in that. Um, It's still just unbelievable, him just stumbling on the sideline and blowing out his Achilles. Uh, 
you remove him, suddenly Fred Warner has to cover so much more space. You know, they've got solid depth with Burks and other guys in, at the linebacker core, but they just don't, you know, you just don't have the body. Like, you, the clear guys that were, you know, part of this top-ranked defense for a while there, no longer there. Yeah, I mean, has any of that come back? And they have they complained about the field? Have they blamed the field for that? They have not. They okay. have not. No. It seemed like all week they were preparing for anything like that happening. The field Complain- was unbelievable. Yeah, good or bad? It was very good. Good. Yeah, very good. And that was that was something well all week long. From- it was it was it was catching flack for well, well also because people looked at the field that was there for media night, which is not the field. Oh, and we're like, look how terrible it looks. And that's not the field. I got like, you. What are you talking about? And the UNLV one did because they yeah, yeah. You know, they put they, sod on top of yeah, the, they, they tried to come in and change the field on their yeah. own and then during about rain, it. During the rainstorm. The 49ers did it and then complained about it. Yeah. Just wild. Just Adam wild. Adam is so worked up over stuff that we were worked up last week. He's actually working on the story. <laughs> we were like the defenders of Vegas. Yep. I couldn't stop doing it. Lashing out of people attacking the city. And he's got even more material now because people are coming at him. So he's very frustrated. I, I, I was told that... Uh, the NFL brought in their own grass guy and had 22 assistants. It's like to work on UNLV and, yeah. and, and the Allegiant field. So it was the NFL, not the 49ers. The NFL brings in the grass, puts it on top of With the assistants for the 49ers and their training. And all well, they come to check it out, to check it out along the way at every step. And they complained about it. And then they complained about it. When they got here, they did not during the process of putting it in. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was well, it wasn't a rainstorm when they yeah. were putting it in. That's I mean, we got a rainstorm for four <laughs> days when they arrived. So, I mean, I think it was probably okay and then turned really not okay really quickly. You know, I mean, that's the only thing I hate about what happened here with the Super Bowl is that, you know, any, you know, most years at this time of February, it'll be 60 degrees and sunny. It'll be really nice to be here like it is today. It's beautiful today. And I wish it had been like that all week for the first time that we ever got the Super Bowl. Really weird weather week. Um, so I, I didn't feel like, you know, that the we didn't shine in that department. Um, I think the other thing is, too, is I heard it on national media this morning. Listen to the follow up is they're like, hey, Vegas needs mass transit if they're going to do this stuff. They, they, they can't. They can't host this with yep. the, the strip full of Ubers. Like, you, you can't get anywhere. You can't do anything. Or you got to come up with a game plan. Yeah. I don't know what. Yeah, one, one no way, good, I, no I was thinking really, about it. I'm like, really, I don't know what you do. By the way, it really sucked. It's walking. Because I went to so many places on Friday and Saturday. It sucked. Walking just sucks, right? It's real hard. It's terrible. And also, there is there's so many different monorails and shuttles. And we do need a more connected one. Yeah. But everywhere, you, everywhere I went... I was out every single day, every single night. Yeah, it but you're a local, problem. dude, right. and you know how to get around right. the strip. Figure so out. you got to do this no, every no, time no. I go to. I've been every. I've been to how many Super Bowls now? Yeah, you figure it out. Are you gonna yeah. walk? Are you gonna walk from Flamingo and LV Boulevard to the south, all the way down to Trop and South? When uh, it's raining, did it. When it's raining, when Top Golf to when Top Golf to Cosmo. Sure, that's not that yes. far. That's okay. That's what I, he just asked. You said you said Flamingo to where? Tropicana. Tropicana. Okay. Yeah, Tropicana. that's okay. Let me go down to Russell. Yes. Yeah. But then there's but, a lot of people staying all the way up to Spring back Mountain. To Luxor. There's people downtown. There's people on Fremont. There's you know there's there's attractions all up and down now, right? There's you see if you follow Jason Kelsey for the week, I mean he had a week in Vegas. Yeah. He's at YouTube. He's at the Sphere. He's at Adele. He's getting around everywhere. I just think I'm not saying that it's. It's you're ba- preaching to the choir that we need mass transit. Yeah, yes, I mean, we, sure. we have the opportunity <laughs> to get it all connected, but we don't intentionally, and it's right. stupid, and it's we got to fix it. I mean, sure. get it to the airport and get it to cross over the strip, and the monorail will be fine, but nobody will do it, and it's driving me crazy. Was there a football game? Yeah. I know. No. <laughs> Poor David. He's, he comes in on a discussion we've had for going all the way back to the funding. 
of the stadium uh, in the first place. So, yeah, um, we were I, talking. We were good. I, I enjoyed the uh, the walkway back to the Mandalay Bay. I went back last night as I'm as I'm depressed after the game, taking that you know the the path uh, Al Davis Way Rose that goes they, over across. They let you? Yeah, they, they, it was wide open. And like after the Super Bowl, and I've found this at other Super Bowls is. Coming in, you know, tons of security. They want to make sure everything's, you know, buttoned up. Going out, they don't care. Like, yeah. when I, in 2013, when I was leaving, I went to 49ers Ravens at the Superdome. And when I was leaving New Orleans on Monday, they, like, didn't even check yet security. They just sent you through. They were just like, get out of our city. <laughs> but, but one of my only big complaints was that Hacienda Bridge was closed. And, it, like, that was the only – I was like, okay, you can't go back and forth from Adelaide Bay to the stadium. That kind of sucks. But then if it was open after, that's good. All right. So let's – David Chill is with us, Justin Watkins. We're here at the Battleborn Broadcast Center. I want to get to the overtime. That's the big story. But I, I do want to get to the key moments just in general in the game where I don't feel like Kyle Shanahan recognized that he was coaching against Patrick Mahomes. I thought the lack of aggressiveness throughout the game was really disappointing. And those of us who follow AFC teams and here in, in Las Vegas with the Raiders, like you just you know you have to put a stake through his heart and be extra aggressive. What do you think of his his plan in general? I actually disagree. I actually think what? he was more aggressive than normal. I think okay. there were a couple instances. There was a fourth and three where they went for it. Uh, there was that situation where eventually they they um, they kicked a fifty five yard field goal, but it was uh, I don't know it was like four it was third and three or four, and uh, they could have run pick up a couple yards make it easier for Moody, and they took a shot and could have had it it was you know great coverage on it um these are the kinds of things you don't want to see if i look back to the packers and the lions game what was it the packers game at you know right at the end of the second quarter when he kind of buttoned up and just kind of you know played it really safe he didn't do that um i think beginning of the third quarter there were issues what did moody wind up making in terms of field goals he made a 55 a 57 and then the chip shot to you know 53 53 57 but to to the point they were down three in the fourth quarter and went for it on a fourth down instead of tying the game which when Dan Campbell did it, end of the world. Right. End of the you didn't go by yeah. end of the world. And and Shanahan doesn't Shanahan normally did. do that. Shanahan doesn't normally do that, and it was the right call at the time. I think the third quarter, like the question around questions around the running game and that sort of thing, that was the big that was the big issue mm-hmm. for me. But other than that, I actually didn't have any problems with Shanahan playing college. I, I watched it again last night, by the way, when I got home at 1.30. Uh, watched the game again. Nine straight pass plays to start the second half of the 49ers and that was, which was wild and i i think it might have mccaffrey looked banged up they might have been scared that he wasn't able to to take on that load but you can't throw it nine straight times when you're that team they adjusted um spagnola adjusted the run defense they were definitely packing the middle more and for whatever reason shannon had decided you know we're not going to run to the outside we're going to try and pass against this and that that's going to eat him up and if you look there was a stat that ran this morning about all three blown lot blown blown losses similar second half of like 20-something pass plays to, like, eight or nine run plays, mm-hmm. three straight years. Yeah, I mean, I just thought when I was at a Super Bowl party with a bunch of friends, and when that first half ended and it was 10-3, to 3, I'm like, ah, you yeah. can't. If you're the Niners and you played that kind of game, you cannot end with a, a one-possession game. I mean, you dominated that half, and they get the ball in the second half and can go down and tie it. They didn't, but that's where it was. 